Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Well, it's helped me feel okay about my shitty social skills. It doesn't make my social skills better, but it sure does make sitting in that awkward moment in a social interaction a lot more bearable. You know, that moment where no one in the group has anything left to say, and you desperately want to yell at all of them to just say something. Being high makes that hilarious and not torture. chill out. Found focus. Found confidence. All of a sudden I was productive. Less protective. More progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. And that's Ralph. And welcome, welcome back, back to another, another episode of Discipline Stoners. Stoners. I'm your host Eleven. My name is Winnie, and, and we, we are, are the gateway, gateway drug, drug to mindfulness. mindfulness. And, and today, yo. Our next guest is a friend of mine, a co-creator, a great artist, a multifaceted disciplined craftsman of so many skills I admire. It's crazy. I couldn't beat him, so I had to join him. He is one of the greatest performers I know as well. I could really go on about this, but regardless, I'll let you get to know him instead of me just saying all these things. Please put your joints up for my man, Paul Ohanzi. <laughs> Bless you, bro. Welcome back. Man, it's so good to be here. Like, it's good to see was, you. That was smooth too. How you guys started just now, like with the, with the and. It's so funny because um. That wasn't here when you were first on. No, 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 no. So that we wasn't. we have an episode that's a pandy baby with Paul. Yeah, you can go. We'll link that below. So if you want to go check it out, see how different we were then. We should check it out first. Holy <laughs> yeah. fuck! It was like two years ago now. Damn. We have some reflecting yeah. to do. But thank you for blessing us, bro. Yeah, Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Also, it's Master good. Lighter. Apologies to all our um, previous guests and all our um, future future guests. <laughs> <laughs> our lights normally blast in our faces because we're doing the best we can. And, I'm producing uh, a whole show here. Yeah. I'm also and a rapper, did I Paul mention? set up this amazing lighting. <laughs> and also, uh, for those watching on this master angle right here, Paul swooped in like the prince he is and saved the day. Yeah. 
Oh, bro, I was having a hissy fit because these fucking batteries I bought for our Sony primary cam conked out on me. He's like, ooh, bro, I got my, I'm always strapped. And that's, that leads us right into great actually talking about you is you're always yeah. strapped, meaning we come from hip hop culture, so we Hell say yeah. strapped, meaning whatever your sword is, whatever you use, you come prepared with it. Hell so yeah. he always has his incredible camera equipment. Tell the people about a little bit what you do and why you stay strapped. Man. Wow. It's crazy. I feel like I, well, the main thing I do now is um, focusing on filmmaking, like focusing on just, well, telling better stories, mm. you know, like just, um, and focusing more on writing characters. I've, I've learned a lot about, you know, what it means to have a good angle and what it means to color grade and what it means to... Um, like direct and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but I want to know how to tell like a good story. Yes, you know, ultimately. Because what's mastering the media worth if you can't actually articulate a story and kind of change the way history was remembered yeah. through content? Yeah, exactly. Do you want to tell stories that come from within you, or stories that other people have told and you want to bring them to life? Um, ones that come from within me, definitely ones that come from within me, because. I mean, I can't really tell somebody else's story mm. as well as I can tell my own. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could, I, you know, I could assist them in telling their own story, of course, if you guys wanted to do like a biography or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you could, are very capable hands, but that's yeah. really true. And we kind of talked about that on our episode with Natish as well. It's like, what are you going to do with this amazing talent now? Oh, so for those of you that don't know, just to catch, uh, for y'all who have just seen, if you watch this, you've seen the intro, Shot by Paul. Oh yeah, 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 you were, yeah. You were so we slow mowed that. I think we almost. I almost didn't do it that day because I had just got home from work and I was like, I just look greasy and gross. And you're yeah. like, just do it. Be, be <laughs> yourself, and that's the thing. You're such a delight to create with because your energy as a person. You don't right. just have the skills, so it's like you get you know, performers like us, like really in a good mind state just to relax. And that's what that intro right. was. It was friends hanging out, creating, and it just so happened to you know create this appropriate space for itself as the intro to the show because we wanted to go authentic. I'm like, what's the right. most authentic video we have on right, hand? Right, right, right. It's like right, that, right, and it right, looks right, crispy. Right. It looked really, like, it, it really fit. Like, I love the way you cut it all together and everything. Right. And it was so dope, too. Like, working with you is just like, you know, because Eleven's always so, he's always so down to do things. Like, <laughs> I call him at, at random times sometimes, and he's just like, yeah, you know, I'm down. Like, I mean, obviously... When, he's, when you guys are doing your thing, like he's like, nah, you know. Like, I know, I'm sorting out. The last he's couple like, times you called no. me, I haven't <laughs> been here, but I love that you call me like that. I'm yeah, always down for Yeah, we were at Hamlin's, I think, the last time yeah. you yeah. ended up calling. He was like, what do you mean you're at the beach? I'm like, I'm on the island at the beach. <laughs> you know, it didn't sink into me till afterwards. I was like, wait a minute, he's on the island? <laughs> like, like, it's like 10 minutes later, later it hit me. I was like, oh shit, he's not at home. Like, yeah. He doesn't mean I'm like, he's not... You know, like, <laughs> on the on island, the on the I'm mainland. I'm actually yeah. on the we island. We took off. That was the last nice, really nice day. Um, do you have yeah. you identified uh, things that are missing from your storytelling that you'd like to implement? Good question. That's a great question. Things that are missing from my storytelling. Like, what are you working on? Yeah, like if you want to be, you said you want to become a better storyteller. Yeah. So, what does that look like? Okay, so I mean, right now I'm working on a project called Juxta um, Juxtapose. So. I all like in my filmmaking journey I always like the idea of like putting things in places where they're not supposed to be. Yes, power of art. Yeah, so kind of creating contrast and stuff. I, I really like how that looks. 
So I'm kind of putting it, I'm telling a story, but you can juxtapose many things. Like you can juxtapose an object, you can juxtapose a story, like you can, you can set up an idea and juxtapose it with a different outcome, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, you like. What did you say? Subvert expectation. Yeah, you can subvert ex- expectation exactly. Brilliant. So, for example, nice. now what I'm l- <coughs> learning is like learning how to take themes, like the theme of juxtaposing, and create a a story around it that is that has some kind of social commentary, but doesn't like you know preach to anybody. It just gives you images that suggest things. Right, images that are beautiful to look at that suggest things. I was telling Eleven an example of one is like you know you see a man that's like, um, you know he's looking really good and stuff like that. Like he has his, he has his, his his watch on. He has his the really on. on. You know what I mean? And he's going. You can imagine that he's going home and his background's changing and stuff like that. He's probably on his walk home, right? So you imagine that maybe this man lives in like a big home, but when he gets home he lives in a tent on the side of the road. So it's like things like you, you wouldn't expect right. an outcome like that yeah. from someone that looks like that. But that also speaks to the, the state of, or yeah. the, the, how much you have to earn to just... To look like that, it's almost one or the other. Yeah. People are putting in a situation, it's like new outfit and go out or rent. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. And you're right, sometimes, I mean, on the album, it says, like sometimes my mom made the... Uh, made the previous choice and then we just fucking move and people do and you're right there are people out here in tents who have jobs who like get up and it's crazy but it's also a state of um i mean well that's really exciting though in that you, that you're chasing something in your craft just to switch gears here on the same topic the exciting thing about having a craft or a discipline is um the opportunity to always kind of pick away at yourself and like right. and build up build up your what you would perceive as weaknesses or not fully there yet and like strengthen them and that that takes a lot of self humility you got to get over the ego you got to be like here's what i need cuz i'm yeah. not perfect never going to be but right. what areas do i want to invest focus in so right. that's tremendous bro have you always been that self aware or did art help you get that did you always try to better yourself, or? or I you... mean, it wasn't art; it was just life, you know. It was just like, <laughs> you know, just like going through things like, you know, yes. my knee when my knee, you know, life experiences Bro. are the only things that can cause awareness and stuff, right? You've so had quite the year. A, yeah, man. Pretty, <laughs> you want to share? A pretty crazy year. <laughs> um, well, I mean, like I, I uh, ruptured my my patella. When was it? Like six or seven months ago, or something like that. Gross. And, um, yeah, it was pretty wild. <laughs> like I wasn't, I wasn't able to walk for a while. Yeah, well, you remember. Yeah, I was in a wheelchair. People had to tend to me. I couldn't, you know, you have to. I had to slide everywhere and stuff like that. <laughs> that must have been frustrating. It was a yeah. It definitely was. It's a lot to ask for help. It's a lot to be in a vulnerable position like yeah. that. And that's wow. what it humbled me to do is just to be okay with asking for help and like yes. being like, all right, I can't do nothing about it. Why do you think it's so hard to ask for help? Um, damn. <laughs> You're asking the big questions. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it so hard to ask for help? Man. Whew. I don't know, man. Why do you think <laughs> I it's think so hard to ask for help? 
That's a I big think, one. I mean, I, I can have I can have a lot of answers to that. But yeah, yeah, go. If no, you, no, go ahead. If go you ahead. know, put it in the comments. Yeah. Why is it so hard to ask for help? I think it's because it implies weakness. I think that's basically at the at the root of it. That's probably what's going on. Is like you want to be, especially men. I right. don't know, but even women, dude, it doesn't matter. Right. It's like you're just like, I want to give. I want to feel worthy. And when you're asking, you feel like. You're taking or draining resource. I don't know. It's like you get, it's like, depending on where you come from, too, there's like, there's no time. There's no time. There's mm-hmm. no time to be weak. Mm-hmm. Like almost sometimes, you know? Yeah. And uh, it, when, when you have to, like you have to in order to heal so then you can serve others, you're really faced with the, the option to embrace your self worth or not. Because mm-hmm. it's gonna, you're gonna prolong the pain and the, uh, the healing period. If you don't get the nurturing that you need, mm-hmm. can I ask yeah. another question? Is yeah. it? I'll I, answer I, another I want, one. I want <laughs> Sorry. I also want to add on to that, but I I want to ask like, do you think it was <coughs> learning how to ask for help, or do you think it was allowing help to be received when it showed up for you? Mm. Because how to ask. honestly, it was a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, learning how to ask for help, for sure. And then when it came to, I'm almost feeling away when it didn't come. And then when it came, not knowing how to accept that it was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in a weird... Okay. Yeah, I hear that. So feeling in a way when it didn't come. Mm-hmm. Let's explore that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, sorry. It's okay. I think like when you're, when you're in a certain position there are people around you that you hope would reach out or like would like be there for you in certain ways. Expectations. Like, certain expectations. Yeah. And the reality you. is that like honestly it taught me that you shouldn't have those expectations on, on people. It you break your own heart. It doesn't even really make sense. And there's no it's nothing that there's, there's nothing bad towards them because the reality is everyone has their priorities of life, right? And yeah. Even myself, I would have my priorities in life, and that's just mm-hmm. the reality of it. So I think, honestly, the whole all, whole thing took me on a roller coaster of emotions. But what I ultimately learned is to um, take responsibility for myself, mm-hmm. regardless of regardless of my situation in life. Like I can't have expectations on people like mm. that. Yeah, because 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 how what happens when they don't come through? Like that's a bit that's a lot of pressure to put on anyone, right? It is, like 100%. sometimes you just have can't can't get what you're looking for exactly. in the moment that you're looking for it. It exactly. doesn't mean that things aren't still working out for you, right. mm. but in that moment, it's like we're we were talking before the podcast started about like getting offended or being offended, and. It's kind of a similar thing to that, yeah. where someone doesn't show up for you in a way that they that you thought they were, and then it's your choice to have feels or not about it. Right. But sometimes that initial sort of habitual reaction comes out, right. where you do have feels, and even there can be an awareness on top of that, it, where it's like, well, I shouldn't have feels, or I don't want to have feels, but right. I do have. Them. I do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
And what do I do about the fact that I do? Yeah. <laughs> and the guilt spiral from that too, even. I yeah. should be stronger than this. I shouldn't get offended. Exactly. And then that bullshit. Exactly. And then you got to deal with that. So you got to forgive yeah. yourself to get back to the problem to even look at it objectively and understand that your own expectations are just going to break your own heart. And you should start at square zero for people and just basically give them the grace to live their life, understanding Indeed. that they're in their own movie. And then Indeed. when someone does come through, you're like, what? Gang, gang. 11, 11, 11 came through. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Evan bro. definitely came through. Like, bro. He came to the hospital. Y'all came through with the, with the, with the, with the care packages. Like, well, we, oh I, we failed a little bit on that care package, but, nah, but the intention was there. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it wasn't even about it. It had nothing to do with No. I didn't see it as a failure at all. Like, it was just... Like you said, it was just the fact that y'all even thought of doing that and you were down to do it was like... Oh, yeah. No, I came to the hospital, though, with edibles because I knew that they were were just probably going to give them pharmaceuticals. I'm like, there's no fucking plant medicine in this bitch. I didn't eat none of those edibles. (laughs) You didn't? No, I didn't. Because it was too intense? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, at that that time, it was just just way too much. But the vape, the vape is him. You'd either start tripping out in a paranoid way or... Yeah, Yeah. and at that time, I actually did want to give my body time to just... You know, just do its thing. Do its relax. thing and just relax and just. Heal do you think cannabis it. would help with that though? To a certain extent, I think to get my mind off of it. But I mean, it's interesting because I I did more research into it, and oh. what it said was like sometimes it slows down the healing process. Really? Have, um, when you just done surgery, somehow it goes into slowing down the. It's, I think it's the connection between your, your immune system yeah. and your brain. I think yeah. that literally, the messengers slow down. Yeah. That's why we overeat as so well, right? Because longer. the messengers slow down, so we don't actually feel uh, full yeah. until, you know, 20 minutes exactly. after overeating. Interesting, okay. Yeah. That's actually a great way of... That's yeah, so I think it's a similar yeah. thing Well, regardless, I will always be weed Santa Claus whenever there's... But, but I think <laughs> after a certain point of healing, yeah. it would be totally fine. Oh, you yeah, know, like 100%. If there's, there's I think it would help. broken things, maybe just let that, you know... Because it allows you to relax. Also, someone it, like you, it might not help. It, the, <laughs> the, the benefits might not outweigh... You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of your mental. Yeah. Right. I'd be like, I did right. so. <laughs> you're, you're a pretty chill guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, congrats on that. Yeah, well, but honestly, I still use it a lot. Like, I, I still use cannabis a lot because it, like, because I was, I was stationary for a very long time. Yeah. Right? So, like, you know, it was, it helped just to get my mind, whether it's if you know, just writing or just journaling or just feeling, just feeling what I was feeling in the moment mm. about my situation. Yes. Yeah. You can look at those feelings just without feel. I don't know, sometimes when I'm sober I'm like, nah, I don't want I, I don't wanna go there. Yeah, <laughs> you but know? when you're not when you're in that space, some people think it like you're running away from your problem. Like sometimes it's like it just shows it to you like right yeah. here. You know, yeah. you're like, Oh man like, <laughs> Yeah. I wasn't quite ready to see it like this. Yeah. But. <laughs> but that's, I feel like I that's when the going, healing man. begins. I saw a, a meme today that was like, uh, it was just like a guy that was super high, like chilling out smoking. And, and the meme was like, um, me after I've just overreacted about a bunch of daily things. Like me after smoking a blunt after I've reacted, yeah. you know? Because you, you think that all of this thing, these things are like really real in your experience when you're feeling them and then like sometimes you just take even just a couple of puffs you don't have to get blitz out of your mind like a one inhale exhale yeah and (laughs) all of a sudden your perspective changes and you're like okay this isn't really like 
as big of a deal as I'm making it. Like I'm allowed to feel about it, but also I don't need to like stay like, you know, right, stuck right. with it. I call right. it the oh shit phase because I just overreacted over something and I smoke and then I'm like, oh shit, I just... I just fucked up. Just like fucked up. I just fucked up. I just but, reacted. And, and that's the thing too is implementing the things you learn yes. or you see mm -hmm. about yourself when you're when you are high. Yeah. And just even being that same way when you're not. Yes. Like, totally. Oh, once thing. you see, you can't unsee. Yeah. You just need help to get rid of the feelings sometimes. Not get rid of them. Just like release them. Yeah. Right. Like oh, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, a you, different perspective. Yeah. Like, you yeah. stop feeding momentum into that one thing that you're like stabbing yourself with it's almost right. like we torture ourselves with the things that we don't okay. want yeah yeah um and yeah and it's weed helps you take your foot off the gas in that direction yeah yeah for sure yeah i would say so i would definitely say so it's such a i mean because i i mean it's different for everybody right everyone has a different yeah you know tolerance level or what they use it for their purpose of <laughs> cannabis yeah what would you guys say your purpose is for I did this before. We we said it. Yeah, you yeah. can ask those questions too. We invite philosophers on the Actually, show. Actually, your, your name is Ohm. There's one question I wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. If there's a year that you could go back to, what year would that be? Ooh. 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 That's a fun question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Jeez, bro. And why? You have to say why too. Probably like one. When you were one year old? No, year one. No, no, no. In your life. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant of all time. <laughs> I was, I was like playing around with the sixties. Actually, that's interesting. I want to see you year one, just <laughs> actually, so I can see what's up. That's actually. Oh my god, you're, wow, that's totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to. Year see one, I would actually love to. Because like? I want to see for myself. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I want to see. I think it's not much. Well, 1 AD, the way that we count time in this world, being 2024, oh. 1 AD, <clears throat> that'd be the year Jesus died, right? Think about... Are we talking about year one on Earth? Like the first That's what I'm implying when I said year one, but then I'm just realizing now by labeling it 1, 1 what? 1 AD. So it would be after desecration. So it's like basically in the Jesus times, which I don't think it was too popping. I'd rather go year one, like dinosaurs and yeah, I, I rainforest, mean, yeah. jungle earth. But I think it was like a ball of fire or something at first. Yeah, not it? that. You think so in year, in year one? Or no, like, it was not a ball of fire. That's the sun. It wasn't a ball sun. of fire, but it was like, uh, oh, the lava? I think it was pretty hostile. Like the landscape. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna find so out. You yeah. probably wouldn't last very long there. <laughs> Are you invincible when you well, go get, thing, to, you're get not to go gonna... back? Uh, no, you're there now. That's well, your new you reality. have limited invisibility. Like you can't just stay out there. Like all, you know what I mean. But like you can like stay you're out alive. There. <laughs> you're alive. You can stay out there for a little bit. But then you gotta go back. You gotta retreat into a pod somewhere, which will restore you, which will give you oxygen again. And you go back there. This is a uh, okay. I love that. <laughs> okay, of course. Yeah, win the and pod. Can we come back to this day? Huh? Can we also come back to our current lives, or do we go there? Oh yeah, and stay yeah, 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 yeah. You okay, can come nice. Back. You, but if Whew. you stay there for too long, then you're you, fucked. You, yeah, you know what I mean. You can start to really like there and just there's stipulations. The stipulations there, really. But uh, to answer your question, in my lifetime, what year? Fuck, that is a huge ass question because the first things that come up are like my regrets. 
right. right? So then I'm like, oh, I'd go back and I would do things differently. Right. But then that could fuck up everything that I have right now. Yeah, <laughs> it will. It would changes everything. So I don't, I it don't might know. might never meet 11. Yeah, yeah like I, I don't want to. I don't want to go back. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah, my, that's I love the way answer. things are. I like my life. <laughs> yeah, I don't want a different life. But I would probably go back. My first answer is right off the bat, like 2001. And then okay. try to try to sneak in at 11 years old to see the Chronic when it came to Vancouver. Eminem, Dr. Eminem, Dre exhibit. Uh, yeah. Yo, mine dog. was music related too. Yeah, <laughs> dog. I, yeah, I want to see that album because <clears throat> I did it with live band now. Yeah, I want to see how they did it live. Yeah, that's that the best. will change your life that's forever. Crazy. I'll probably would have started rapping like. Well, no, I did. I started rapping the next year when I was 12, which is funny. Well, I started at the end of 11. Yeah, this actually, is a family man when movie I was moment. No way. Yeah, when I was 11. But just Did like he really to myself. Start rapping when he was 11? Yeah. I started writing raps, but I didn't like come out to anyone ever, because, like in high school or anything. Because that music affected you so deeply, I think that you just like. That's crazy. I was going through shaky times, and then it's like it just helped me. Help me process emotion. That's crazy. Yeah, and so it was eleven. Music, so. Do, music do be doing that though. Yeah. music does be doing. He that. was a. It wasn't. He wasn't good though. He was a bad rapper. <laughs> at that age. Well, I mean, of course. I mean, that's like that's that's what's supposed to happen. That's supposed to happen. You know, be, he's supposed to be very. He's supposed to be shitty. Really bad. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Man. But you know what? I had little ideas though. At what point did you feel like <clears throat> you started cross a threshold of, I guess, being better? Last year? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. When did I first make that stride? It was question still in Vancouver. Question for you, too, for, uh, in comedy. And, it's, and that's a question there's, for there's, there's multiple strides, though, for you. When, when he calls them. When he calls them. Like, I'm on one right now, and it's like really, it's obviously the best it's ever been. Right. Um, but, but like... But 2018, like, the world record was, like... You you were forced to do this every day. Like I think that was a huge moment where you right. f like found your voice. Then mm. you know, after after doing it that much, I found my tools, <clears throat> and then I used the tools to find my voice. I'd say I more so found my voice 2019 when I did. This is nice. What's that? Lava cake? No, <laughs> it's what whatever was in this. Anyway, Shit. about my deep vulnerable process of growth. <laughs> Um, great question, yes. Paul. I've yes. had different strides. <clears throat> I've had different strides. I remember when I was like 20 years old and I started trying to rap in Los Angeles and it was not good. Right. And, and LA is brutal too. Like. <laughs> I, I did a rap on this producer's track and I sent him the SoundCloud link and he was like, you got to remove that immediately. <laughs> He's like, no, it's my partner. He's like, we just, we were going to sell that beat. And I'm like, no, it's because it was, was not, was not heat yet. So how did you take criticism? So, and that's down. the, okay. And okay. I'm, you're going to ask that question too. And I'm, I'm going to answer this question too. Like, cause that's the biggest part of our Yeah. What about journey. you in the, in those strides forward? What strides? Sorry, continue your thought. And then you got to tell us about how it's Oh, been. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the biggest thing in the artist's journey is just taking criticism, right? And, like, not stopping with the criticism. Just yeah. continuing. Like, you know? I think you just have... Uh, yeah, criticism's I, cr hard. Criticism is felt different ways, too. Like, sometimes you're like, okay, that person doesn't fuck with me because I'm not good enough yet. And that feels tough. Right. Like, when you're like... <clears throat> Especially when you're coming up in like the open mic scene or the music scene, there's all these different shows, showcases, and you kind of see amongst your peers who's getting picked. 
<laughs> like, you know what right. I mean? Like, even right. through Rise, we've seen some people pop right. off, and it's like, shit, even now. Right. It's like, me and JP both performed at that Rise thing, <laughs> remember? Right, like, right, and it's right. like, yo, he's, like, on tour with John Mayer. That's so great to see, and you love right. him, and you want goodness, but even there's comparative things right now. Right. That we have constantly. Always. So that's just a human Always. Thing. There's and, always and, up and, and down. And, 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 and I use the the references around me to like stride towards but in my own way and like to Wendy's point when I did the world record I think a lot of those songs had flashes of me in them right but once you learn to actually zone in on like you were saying what are you using your capabilities for like the message you carry Mm. and also like who am I what's my unique perspective and like I think it's only been literally recently that I've felt like I've been a viable product, like a right. sellable product, right. like truly. Because if you didn't know me, the, that freestyle guy, 11, start a cipher anywhere, you know, that's why the reason I've been able to be a full-time musician is because this kind of like almost comedic ability I have to freestyle, which is also very musical, and I'm blessed I have Toronto musicians to rock with me. But the truth of it is, is like the songwriting had to constantly refine itself as I refined myself. Mm-hmm. So you see people who have popped off, they're just being extremely honest and vulnerable. And I feel like, yeah, the deepest my work has resonated has been recently with this album because I was mm. guided to do that by a coach. Yeah. And it was very honest. Yeah. I hear you you're telling your own story. Yeah. And it almost mm-hmm. hurts as yeah. you do it and it's cathartic and you go through it. But I feel like that's my stride now, mm. using what's really, really in front of me. <clears throat> right. And yeah, Smoke-a-thon, we going to do a music video for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally talk about people who have been on this show. All three right. of those shout outs are people who have been on the show. Right. And yeah. Anyway, what about you? What, what has been the strides? No, I, in, you're oh, to sorry. Answer. You go and then you go. What's the question? <laughs> Like what are have Developing been the p- pivotal moments? Pivotal moments of being that, self-aware that you're like now better or good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I feel like the first time I got booked in a movie, 2014, right. that was life changing. And two, like about six months prior to that, I had a yoga teacher and wonderful friend call me out um, and say like, "What do you do?" Because we right. were just both yoga teachers, and I said I responded with I auditioned for film and television, and she's like, right. "What does that mean? Like, what, I asked you what? Like, what? <laughs> she's like, "Does that make you an actor?" And I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm being called out hard right now." Yeah. And ever Change since your, then, though, because she language. she fucking I told her why I was afraid of peop, um, telling people that uh, I was an actor because I. It is really like what you think comes to you because I thought that people were going to ask me like what have they seen me in? Right. Um, and it was and so scary. It, oh, yeah. it was, it, but it was so, so scary, true. Bro. They did like every single time, oh, every single what have time I seen in you my in? young young life. Like I'm a you know early twenties, mid twenties, little gal move into the city to try and pursue acting and. And I'm just trying to make friends at this point. I did not like Toronto for the first bit. I was felt right. alone. He was here a year before me. He had established himself already. Right. I wasn't necessarily jiving with the music scene because um, I was just like scared, you know, right. and alone. Right. I felt alone. Right. And and so anytime I was out with him, because that's the only time I'd go out because I didn't have friends yet. 
that would that question would come up like what have I seen you in and I had done nothing if you I ever want to make an actor or a person feel like shit just you'd use that on them yeah people have asked me that too of course what have you done what have you done what, yeah oh, what why you you, t- you just told me what that you you're felt? something <laughs> and now I want proof that yeah. that's what you are even when you have things though just getting that question from someone is it's a shot in the gut and like i got to the point where i would reply to that question in freestyle when someone would be like oh yeah you rap i was so insecure i was white i was you know whatever i had all these reasons in my head bullshit toxic bullshit right yeah and then i just be like right off of things oh you rap oh yeah man how's that that bet yeah and i would just just yeah and then they'd be like oh shit that's good and then i and then i'd be like (laughs) fuck you and walk away (laughs) and they'd be like but i want to be your friend now i'm like Fucking shouldn't have asked me that question, you bitch. It's already done. I lived there for so long. Even when we met at Rise first, it was like oh, constant yeah. rhyme, 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 rhyme. Always. Love me. Can have a regular conversation. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to be serious right now. But I was Don't part. make this into a rap, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, bro. Did I ever not? I couldn't not. Yeah. Even when I was, he doing- got his ten thousand hours forcing himself upon oh, all of his man. friends and family. But honestly, that's how you got it. Like unapolog, you got to be unapologetic. That's that's what it means to be that's unapologetic. What, that's what he is. Yeah. You're so right. Even traveling to schools with Randell and Jason and stuff, and just like they'd like want me Real to be shit? sometimes serious, and I, I'm just goofball. Right. Yeah. There, there are moments where like you know I'd, I'd see that and be like, I just if I just had. 20% of that you know what I mean that, that like dude but you're fucking just, amazing you have it, such a crazy talent for your poetry I want you to talk about it too yeah sure yeah I mean uh, you elevate poetry to performance you elevate performance to own right you know it's so crazy when people talk about it now because it feels like I've been so far removed from it like I haven't That's... performed in a very in a very long time I, I know, know. I haven't been so in that weird. space in a very long time so it's me, just... me mentally yeah, mentally, I haven't shown people that side of myself in a Do very long time. Have you kept up with the um, like hobby slash practice of it? Yeah, yeah. Nice. By myself, you know, I yeah. just kind of I, st- I still do my writing. I still, you know, every time I have an idea and stuff like that, I still make sure I'm doing the writing and stuff. But can you talk about what your live performance is? It's so beautiful. It's uh, my favorite things, man. <laughs> I look forward to it. Arise well, so pra- much. I think we have like a, a small clip that we can insert actually. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do have some clips, but uh, tell us. Um, yeah, I would say my life performance is like, how would I explain my life performance? It's a moment for me to be vulnerable. You know, it's so crazy. I would say I would describe it as like a juxtaposition, actually. And it's funny that the film I'm working on now is about juxtaposing. Because I would say it's about juxtaposing because I like to bring into a space something that shouldn't be there mm. as a performer, right? Yeah. And like turn it, you know what I mean? Just by walking into the space. You don't have to say anything. You can just walk into a space and turn it based on your energy, based on how you're walking, based yep. on what you're dressed as, you know what I mean? Based on... So yeah. uh, based off of that, are, is, are you choreographed or do you improv or do you both? I kind of end up doing a mix of both. Like I'll I'll oh, do fuck. my choreog I'll I'll know what I'm doing before I go in. Yeah. Right. Like I'll have a skeleton, but like each audience is different, right? Oh so, like, shit. <laughs> it's sick, bro. So each audience being different, I kind of the challenge is each time if I'm saying a certain 
if I'm on a trajectory and I'm saying a certain thing and I realize it's not matching, fuck. The thing then is just to I know the direction I I I know what I ultimately want to do whenever I'm on stage is to be vulnerable and to be authentic, right? Yes. Yeah. So regardless of how I get there, it just it doesn't matter. Like even if I get because most of the time, even when I fuck up, like it just. He's probably seen me fuck up. I don't know. You probably seen me once mess or twice up during performance. But it did. But it didn't. You 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 humanized it, and it felt right. like it was part of it. Right, and that's that's pretty much it. Because people don't don't really care. Because exactly what you were saying earlier, it's like you you've you're already taking them out of how, how did you shit. put it? You put it very well. <coughs> I, thank you. I, I, yeah. And I'd love to share this thought actually that it comes up naturally is Winnie had a if I may just flubbed a bit of her set. Uh, I had a shitty set and I cried about it when I got home, okay? Sometimes, pe- and you have to. And stripes. I, you're, and, you're, you're stripes. Stripes, exactly. It's blessed, it's great. And we say congrats in the art community because it means you care enough. Stripes. Yeah. So yeah. congrats. Hell yeah. So you had a moment where you judged yourself and what I said is I was watch. I didn't even watch her, I was, I was filming, so just like on the phone, so I wasn't even really like watching, paying attention to the lyrics she was saying. I could just tell by her energy and pacing that she stopped because, and then she called herself out. And then she actually even made it funny. Right. But I wasn't even watching her. I was watching this lady in the front row laugh. This one lady, she was hilarious, but she's a Jamaican lady. She just had a beautiful laugh, and I was just like kind of watching her. And what you didn't see when you were up there judging yourself and your ego. Uh, <laughs> because we all do when you're performing is it was harsh it wasn't about you being able to nail the line or not it's just i'm just saying because i do it too (laughs) it's the most efficient way to say yeah it is it's an autistic way to say it. it's like right to the point (laughs) and it's true because it's like yes 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 i'm a special boy yeah but here's the thing all i saw was this lady being taken out of the troubles of her life. She wasn't thinking about mm. babysitters or making it home or tomorrow's work day or anything. She was watching you and you had a moment where you felt like you flubbed the line, but she was right there with mm. you out of her problems. So I'm saying as a performer, as a great performer and awesome performers, you have, it's not even about if you nail your ego's version of what is perfect. Facts. You're there being something for people it's to fact. watch, and it's you're fact. you're exalting them from your problems. You're so a vessel. That's you're, the whole thought. You're just a vessel. So when yeah. when you perform, do you get a feel for the energy of the audience beforehand, or is that li- like live or real time? It's also a mix of both. Yeah, before because sometimes I don't like to see the audience. I don't like them to, them to see me because I don't yeah. want them to see me before. Yes, he starts outside sometimes. Yeah, in the dead of I winter. Start, start outside or like go outside, and you know, I've just done some really outlandish things, right? But it's just the whole thing again. It just goes back to the idea of juxtaposing. Like he wouldn't. That's not supposed to happen. Yeah, that's why it's effective. It's, it's because it's not supposed to happen. <laughs> and you get speaking of stripes, bro. Like we're in Scarborough. What? In Sorry, let me. Winter. Just, I, I, I just, I just want. Yeah, I just, <laughs> you're and, out and, there with and, no and, shoes and, on. And, and it's also doing something that's not supposed to happen, but having a point behind it. It's not just for the sake of doing it. Right? Wield like, the power like, for a reason. Yeah, it's like the okay, message. like I'm, I'm doing this crazy dance, but like there's a reason at the end of it, right? And uh, and the crazy dance is part of the performance of just you know keeping people 
it's entertainment, right? Like it's also part of keeping people entertained. Yeah. And, it's sweet candy know, too. Yeah, you it, know, it's like, deep candy, but it's sweet it's candy. It's sweet candy, right? Like it's just a, just a little bit, of, a little bit of both. It feels good. A little bit of both, and I mean, you're serving people. Yeah, that you know, it's it's crazy. Is this something that could be like an hour long special? Oh yeah, I've done a forty-five minute set. Okay. Yeah, like oh, pretty pretty hey. close. To, oh yeah, I've, I've done like a piece. Well, in, in, in theater you? school. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was Fuck a one man show. <laughs> different different <laughs> sets, different outfits. No, just one story. Yeah. It was a story. Wow. It was a, it, well, it was a story about my dad, like my relationship with my dad, and just what that was like. You know. Did so you do this a, at Rise? No, this was in in theater school actually. In Watts theater of, school. Yeah, yeah. You went to so theater school. Shit. I went to yeah, I went to a Watsa school. It was it was a it was a school by uh, to be. It was in Distillery District, and it was a it was a oh, school cool. by to be young actually. She created it, and um, pretty cool school. Like in terms cool. of just how it how. Um, it was a smaller group of people that were learning theater, learning how to, you know what I mean? Like actually learning theater. That's amazing. I love learning the theater. Yeah, Dude, yeah. theater was the thing. That's the candy that got me into performing to start with. Right. High yeah, school. Yeah. And then like theater sports with Wynn. Basically my improv show now. Yeah, I mean, but you're a great actress. Like you, you really are. Like I think you should definitely do more with, I mean. She I got bars like with this, acting. Like, big weird. time. Big time. More. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I know. I I don't know what acting in me look like right now, which is really yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, we're doing gonna, skits I, on I our know. Instagram. You're killing. Thank it. you so much. And like, comedy is <laughs> definitely. It's such an interesting thing. You get put in boxes, right? Like right, like, right now, she's in the mom phase, the young mom casting. Yeah, young uh, mom, and also like I I potentially was on a, a trajectory for a, like Hallmark, Hallmark style films too because she killed it on Christmas. But by honestly, chance. like right. they don't fuck with women that smoke weed and like on their like pri personal personas, like right. you know. So right. it's just like I don't know. I want to be in comedy, so that's what I'm doing. That's what I don't you're know, doing. but I don't. Yeah, like, she's I don't a G. Know. She's a G. She's like, I'm gonna do what I want to do. She has clips of her talking about it's sex and vaginas and hilarious shit. I've, like, I've watched like, like dramatic series and Disney. stuff, and like, <laughs> I know that I would be so grateful to be on a show like a like a drama show, but like, right. uh, <laughs> since getting older and just like you start to really refine what you want to do. And, and what like, you put your time I, in. Yeah, mm -hmm. like ultimately I would much prefer comedy over mm. over dramatic acting. Right. Like in a series specifically, right. you know? Right. Like I'd love the opportunity to show those chops, but like everyday life. And right. you got to scan out your life and where you're putting your time and think about the viable routes to where you want to end up. Like, I think your ideal would be like a Judd Apatow film. Starring in a Judd Apatow film, I think would be perfect for her. Or yeah, an Adam McKay film. Something like that. Like a great comedy director. Because I feel like you'd be good with a character that's comp like a good complex character. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Like a yeah, she's good. She can flip. But then I feel like... How Only if you'd want... like, And you can make that character like, character like that comedic. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no. And right. just like, I think comedy actually, when comedy takes time to put in dramatic moments in their series, I find them so powerful because you're not seeing that action at all happen. And then you get it once in an entire season and it's like, holy, right. like that one moment totally. doesn't like that. Like that's the, you know. So. And you always, they always nail it. The comedians nail yeah, it. Comedians are generally pretty good at it. But I was saying like the chances of you ending up in your 
your like dream position as an actor, I feel, you got a higher chance of getting noticed by someone who's doing that sort of production by like establishing yourself as a stand-up comedian than, s- than someone who <laughs> is like trying to just like carve out dramatic movie or TV episodic right. roles for themselves. Like right. these actors, they will be considered and they'll even probably make it to casting, but I'm saying like a favorite comedian, like work until you're actually funny enough that funny people respect. That's the route I took. Is I was always totally. like, who that's, who do I respect? Like that's it, sort of the new who's in my right space? Now. Like that's literally as we met, I was like <clears throat> rolling with people I respected, like Javon and Epic, and then from then on I met like Christian Bridges, and I was like, damn, this guy can play guitar and sing. I'm like. In order to even be a rapper that's relatively good enough to jam and be on stage with Kristen, I had to be that much better. And that's what I felt. And I feel like you can always just gravitate. And then once you grow together, then you'll get the big Judd Apatow's and stuff reaching out, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, I love to see people work together. That's basically the thing. Like, you, all the people that you've met doing stand-up comedy, all the people we've met performing, like, mm-hmm. in the same space. And now we create together. Mm-hmm. It's like you're all kind of, like, raising each other's frequency the more you see each other do dope shit indeed yeah indeed yeah you know that's inspiring just by like the it people really is and you. that is a great perspective to look at it from like and i oh because i also fall into the comparison thing that you were talking about earlier but it's like same people do better mm-hmm. or I'm, perspectively I'm flipping, better yeah i'm flipping my mind to be like just it's just inspiration that's really all it is you know look at that green tree over there yeah. oh great let's grow tall and green too like yeah, if mean, you why shouldn't they do like of course and like, you don't know amazing. too bro you don't know what's going on on the and inside you don't know what like, they had to go through to they, get this and or, they got a chest right? full of pain right now yeah, you know and that's okay honestly like <laughs> we're just making that up in our heads because we need something to look towards yeah like that's it like that's, I, it serves you we, there's yeah. always gonna be there's never a point i don't think in our lives where we're like well i've done everything that i want to do and mm. now i'm just gonna sit and die Basically. like what like no you're always wanna you're gonna die you know, with things undone. I think that's, that's, Great. Uh, I hope so. And that's, uh, you gotta be okay with uh, that, man. We're not here for attachment purposes. Uh, We're just here to play. Bar. We're here to play. And we wow. need a higher and a lower to feel where we, where our directions. That you know, do you wanna fast. go higher? Yeah. You wanna go lower? We need to feel those. Uh, it's reference points. Yeah. That's what I say. You. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it those is 100% around me. And you gotta be you gotta be okay with understanding the version of yourself that fits into that thing. Because even if you look at someone's circumstance and you think you want it, you're like, well, are, one, are you willing to make the sacrifices they made to get there? Two, yeah. do you have the capacity to? Three, if you did, could you survive those situations? I look at people who got la- label deals. Dude, I'm a spicy fucking, no way would I survive management that is under corporate law. Right. No way, I would last a day. Right. I would feel like it was my PO officer. But like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Watch him telling me what I put on my own socials and shit. Like, right, right, I build right, my right. strategy, you know? Right. I can't survive in that scenario. They right. can't survive me. Right. So I have to build so it brick feel by like brick. There's anything that you could get there's from a par- the situation like There's that. a partnership down the line somehow. Even Russ right. tried out publishing for a month. And then he'd, he'd finish his contract and went back. You build your own shit brick by brick, just like someone who started a fucking gotcha. pizzeria in Brooklyn. Make your pie so good people come back. Fair. And that's where I'm at now is like, hey, I have a solid product. Now I'm like, how can I give this to others as well? So like, right. you write, you help, audio. Right. Any audio. <laughs> yeah, anyway. you do do a lot of things in yeah. that. Because that, um, I couldn't afford yeah. to not learn how to mix. 
Yeah. Which brings me to my next great point about you, too. What? You blessed us. What? You you were wielding some serious quality, bro. To hear that you, you're a brilliant <laughs> artist for people to learn, but also let people know he's the reason why this angle looks so good. He's the, re- he's the reason why he's on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> he's the reason. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> so, like, bro, you know all no, about No, just to clarify, we thought we were going to be using our material. No, mine should just fucking conked out, but now I have an opportunity, <laughs> and it's so blessed. Everything happens for a reason, you know? Like, you came today. It was one mm-hmm. of those beautiful last minute, like, hey, what are you doing today? I love that. So, okay, but, like, tell us about this other journey, because you became this super multifaceted artist where even this production has been kind of almost you've been sitting in that primary seat over the past couple years you got into animation you invested it to see your camera game go up right we shot a weed show almost a decade ago (laughs) right when we've had some edible stories oh my god you filmed that he filmed thc he was lead on yeah. that. Pascal oh only God. did Master like Wide. So like, he, was... he, he he did all the tight shots that I said like fuck that's delicious. That's I him. I forgot about yeah, that. that, was, like, that was... was and then we got you really super high. Well, so so we had. That's oh, not even over there. I brought Chef. No. <laughs> okay. Shout out Chef Mark Saltoni. <laughs> I forgot that happened. Yeah, that was fuck. crazy. Man. That was Holy <laughs> shit, this is a long-standing weed. relationship between oh, yeah. the two. We've been through some Holy stuff. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, Good times. Um, yeah, but fuck. tell us about that journey, man, because you're such a you are such a reliable call <laughs> for for video services, man. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, and um, as a person to work with, you're so kind and calm and patient, and that's just yeah. Such I mean, honestly, I the- think. I think my filmmaking journey was I went on it obviously to be a great I, I want to be great in it but like to just be better with how I you know communicate with people and stuff mm. um, and so you were artist focused as terms of a performing poet kind of or whatever you call oh I'm this right? special thing spectacular mm-hmm. and then you just was it with Rise I first started seeing you shoot right and you had the Canon Mark II, I think, with the wide lens, like that yeah, banger, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 oh, the yeah. Mark II. Yeah, that was that the camera, sexy. That camera was a beast. That's man. a beast back I had the Rebel first. Yeah. I got. I still the got T3 my Rebel. T3i or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Bro. I had T3i. Yeah, you had the flip, the T3i. I had the oh, T2i. Oh, yeah, man. Definitely had that. that. <laughs> I, and then we, from before then, it was just the first iPhone. When the first, yeah. When yeah. The first, when the first iPhones came out. Yeah. I started, that's when I, got, I went crazy on it. I was just taking, I took thou- thousands and so many photos. Yes. That, I mean, no one's ever going to see because, I mean, they were amazing. I thought they were great at, at, at that You should time. put them in a gallery and make it public. I don't even have see. them anymore. So it's just like, it's just, but they were okay. part, it, that was part of it. It played a role. You know what I mean? I that feel was you. part of my journey. I feel you. Um, so, and then. Well, you, that goes back to one of your original questions that we got off topic with. What mm-hmm. were your pivotal moments? Yeah, pivotal moments. Yeah, use this as an opportunity to frame yeah. your videography uh, greatness. You know, how when you start it, and then what happened? Because now you're hon- you're always strapped with this fucking TV yeah. quality. Yeah, honestly, it was when I got this camera actually. So that when was... you shot the intro, basically. No, I got the camera before that. To be well, honest. you would have had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it a long time. Yeah, it was when I when I got this camera was um, a friend of mine actually tr- believed in me enough to put up the amount for this camera. 
I almost want to say his name, but I don't even know if it, if it's who cool said his name. But anyways, he was That's like so he was uh, he was like, but I mean I paid him. Obviously paid him of course, in full yeah. back. But that's still like very quickly, which was and which felt great for me too because it was the most expensive thing I had, you know, invested in at that time. Wow. And um, but it was like a a show of just I, I, I feel like I use it as a marker of okay, and from this point on, this shit is like I'm, Do you think yeah, I'm not do you think there's around. something when about s- kind of taking that risk of uh, investing in yourself? Sorry, ask that again? Do you think, well, because you paid it back quickly, like, do you think there's something in this energy of, like, I'm taking this risk, like, I'm, like, I'm, you know, I'm putting myself on the line. Finding something expensive. You know, someone else on the line, you know. Oh, no, well, I already had the the money secured. Like, I already knew where the funds were coming from. Oh, okay. When I got, before I I got it. So I knew, like, this wasn't a risk that I was taking or I wasn't going to be able to. Oh, yeah. Here's what I think it is. That's a good spin. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But also, I hear what you're saying, but also, I think it's just riding for the homies, man. If someone's willing to chuck up and put fucking that shit on you, he believed in me. He believed in me. It's the belief. To do it. It's the belief. And that means the world to me, too. I know exactly what you mean. If someone even goes as far as to even offer you their couch when you're, you know what I mean? Like, anything yeah, like man. when they when people fuck with you it's like damn oh, i'm gonna yeah. go twice as hard like you because you trust me with your credit score right now <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's what i'm saying belief it's the belief so it's it's less the it's very much the dollars it's very much the dollars let's say that and be clear yeah, but it's man. also the belief and i i think i i feel you got to be a team player yeah, man. and he and i went on to like he's he's brought me on many other things and, and he's worked on many other things he's also an artist as well an amazing amazing artist damn denroy jackson actually I'm just say his name and yes. just put it in. But anyways, um, let's go. Thanks, so, Shout yeah, out. man, he just like just a real, just one of them, like just, just, just one of those. You know, everyone needs those people that yes. come into your life. And bet, on you. bet, bet on you. They bet on you. It's just like he was definitely one of those people. Fuck. And then you pay it forward into. And it was almost like his belief in me made me want to believe in myself more. Oh. So that I was like. A, I was like a because he, he did you have looked, a, a sense of belief though I did but I feel yeah. like when he did that it was just different cause, it like yes. validated because literally the, the the story of how he, it happened was that day I was thinking I was like I need to up my game and I want to get this specific camera yeah. but I was like how am I going to get this shit I kid you not that night he called me and he was like yo what you thinking and I was like I'm just thinking of how I'm, how I'm going to take over the world and he's like, how you gonna do that? He's like, yo, I see this camera. I've been wanting to get it. I want to invest. He's like, how much is it? And I told him how much it was. He's like, all right, let's get it. So it's just like, and it was literally like there was no, there was no, there was no, there was no like, like there was no barrier between. Yes, he was w- he was ready and willing to give. You you <laughs> meant more to him than money at that yeah, time. Yeah, yes. And that act alone was like I I was on, I almost wanted to cry on the phone. I was Seriously, like, what? Are you serious I'm right now? Right like now. you trying to do this? Love He's that, like, hell bro. yeah, man. I was like, shit, man. He's like, yeah, I believe in you. And I was like, holy shit. You are a good investment, bro. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Isn't so that how beautiful? Did, how did you make this work? How did you make that work for you? Yeah, tell us oh. young entrepreneurs out there how to grab a beautiful sword and conquer that dragon. Oh, well, I mean, honestly, just pulling that out. Anywhere people ask questions, <laughs> first of all, let's start there. Yeah, it's if so put, beautiful. If you, it's a Sony FX6 for anyone that's, that's thinking. We with gotta the get a quick there's, I know there's a lot of people that know in the, in the camera world that 
it's it's it, in in comparison it's it's a fantastic camera but in comparison and you know it's 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 kind of a baby brother to a lot of bigger sure. cameras but anyway it's still a fantastic camera nonetheless yeah it is <laughs> holy fuck are you watching this right now the shit yeah, that you definitely. shot for us but, this but, summer but, but honestly the fact of the matter is it still comes down to it's not people a lot of people know more that it's not about the camera it's you know if you know more about lighting the simple change of just you know making it diffused off the ceiling yeah you're tuned in as opposed to yeah so it's not just the camera the camera is just i mean it's beautiful it's amazing the story of it is amazing but the fact of the matter is filmmaking is such a you know, why holistic. Thing, you so know? maybe if you're just starting, don't invest in that camera. No, no, do no. the rebel. Do the rebel. Like, t- yeah, how many Hell years? Hell no, no. Yeah, tell us the journey from how many years you rocked with that rebel to getting the Mark II to getting this. Like, how many oh, years? Oh shit! Was that? I mean, I think the rebel was uh, a year and a half or two years or something like that. It was sexy during its time. Oh though. man, it oh, was yeah. hot, man. Because oh, you could get that DSLR quality for yeah. less than a thousand bucks. That was gangster. Yeah, technology is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what? Let's get it. Yeah. Filmmaker's dream. That was Facts. amazing. That Rebel was amazing. And then um, and then after that, I got the mark. The what did mark. you do with that? How th- Did you get any paying photography clients with that? Not really. That was, well, nah, with, yeah, maybe actually. I think so. With the T2i, we, bro? Yeah. I hustled. Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah. Photo <laughs> clients, video clients. Right. Yeah, he was just refusing to get a job from the day that we met. And then I forced him to get a serving job that he lasted like four months at, I think. That's good. And then... <laughs> I only worked a little bit. That's a, like I wasn't there a lot. Okay. Sure, and then he had to figure it out, so yeah. he got a camera. And then, yeah. So it started working. So some people got to figure it out other ways. I'm one of those people, too, because I worked many jobs, Foot Locker, <laughs> everything. I've worked so many jobs. Oh. Walmart, Sears. Everywhere. I just don't want to see you there. Sears. Sears. Sears? What did you do at Sears? R. R. I was Sears. in the back. I was, I was, I was one of the tr- offloaders. Oh shit! <laughs> and what's crazy is I would see people in there that are. This is those are also pivotal moments where yeah. I wanted to become an entrepreneur because I would see older people like these guys were in their like 50s at this point right he's wearing like a brace around his because he's in my position too but he's senior but it's like they're lifers like this is just this is what they do they take this specific thing very seriously and in my spirit i was like i need to do more like this can't be it i cannot be that age and you know what no disrespect no disrespect right because if you know they come from a time where that's a that's a fine job your table that's what feeds for your family yo no disrespect on that but for my for me personally it was like that that can't be for me i need to do i can't break my back that much for a dollar yeah absolutely no because you can't be in a system where the self-worth is measured in that capacity because you've don't get me wrong filmmaking you break your back and yeah Yeah. i was just gonna say though we we had a director on recently that said that and you break it back he was like i don't know how much longer i can carry the the entire thing on my back he's heavy son i'm gonna say that right now but 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 what some moments i think of going back into the workforce let me get my resume back up in there. No, bro. What I was you saying. You don't have to do it for very long to realize that it's, it's not, not for you. you. Yeah, no, facts. It's what, true. What the connecting thought there was, though, was 
at least you've shifted to invest your time and pain in something that you believe in. Like you Absolutely. get to tell the stories. I mean, it, it would suck if at the end of the day you were just like unloader number three at Sears when you could have like shown the world your stories that you want to tell. Right. Uh, and, you know, bless people with your skills of performance and video so it's like i i don't look at it as less or more i'm just like how do you fulfill your potential if you have a bigger gift but some of those exactly some of those people's focus from where they came from in the time period they grew up in and like the density of the earth at that time like that's good they're not suffering right you know like they're fine like they go and like like, no matter what you have shitty days i think that's the thing when people are like oh it's so cool that you get to do what you love for a living it's like both in corporate or that nine to five whatever the fuck you want to call it security there's shitty days and also if you're doing your job as an entrepreneur or you're doing your job as an artist there's shitty days Mm -hmm. it's just the difference is that like you're probably more invested in what you're doing you're willing over on this side yeah because it's for yourself it's the difference between and renting and owning that's pretty yeah, yeah. you yeah. own it exactly yeah. that's, and there, that's a great analogy yeah and there's a reference to your work as a whole like you shot the vi- the the visuals at that uh got loud party like that is like that's that's a thing that now like lives as a pillar forever. I know I'm like yeah. grandoising our own work, but it, it, it is. It's like <laughs> it should, man. It should. The, the, the cannabis community will, getting but... quality like that because you pulled up with like your ability to capture visuals like that and like right. history being documented like that in Toronto. Think about like in a couple of years when the industry is even bigger. That's gonna. Right. You know, things like that live on. So it's like right. where you get the opportunity to contribute these things you've refined as well. Indeed. Can I ask you guys something? Yeah. It's a question for both of you. Do you have hobbies that you don't capitalize on? Yeah. Hmm. I bought a skateboard. Oh, nice. How often do you skateboard? It's a tough one. I rode it a couple times. <laughs> Skateboarding is tough. Man. It's really hard on the <laughs> fucking caps, bro. Man, it's tough. <laughs> I'm in my 30s now. I can't even imagine that. I don't know what that means. Because I think that might be the trade-off. I was just listening, and I think that might be, like, we get to do what we love and we're more invested in it. But mm. these guys over here can, like, fuck around with do, a bunch do. of hobbies. Like, they can... White they, water rafting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't do a lot oh. that's not making me money. Oh, but... Right, oh, fair. I was just yeah, going to yeah, say yeah. fitness and... Uh, food, but it's like nope. I've chopped that too. Yeah, yeah. chopped that as a service too. Yeah, yeah. so uh, there is potentially. I like you know, shit. I like the trade off of Here's things. The there always is. Right? You know why? Because I'm a very passionate person. Right. So I care. Right. So if I like something, I start observing it and measuring it and using that sort of athleticism in the comparison mode again to be like, all right, I got bars like that, but say is chefing. So I look at people doing chef service, and I'm like, you gonna put everything on bread, huh? <laughs> you know, and then I do my rendition of it, and I right. catch a client and do something like a cool one-off chef People thing. People know that you, that you can chef it up? Well, because I put it on my story, so I'll get, oh, like, hired sure. and do... Yeah, my homie uh, owns yeah, a man, company a chef, where man. they... Every w- time I come here, this guy's made some platters, some... <laughs> like, bro, you what know what I'm saying? Hobbies, bro. Like, it's the language of love, so when you come over, you get fed, sick. you know I... It's, it's, it's like, yeah. yeah when, when he lives in a restaurant. <laughs> so yeah. I, you're right. I get obsessed with it. I start opinions. I watch food shows. We even made food content. And it's funny that you you do bring in money because it's almost like money is a a thing like the law of compensation through vibration it will return dividends to you like if you put in energy something chances are 
Like, you know, yeah, it's like not, it's not a guarantee, but it's not a guarantee. Are, yeah. If you have the right attitude about it, like you said, if you just go out with that thing or we go, we've gone out and shot around and people like just at like, can I get your yeah. Instagram? Like, you know, and, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and I yeah. love that. And like people yeah. are like, attracted. You film, you shoot a film. I mean, like, yeah. it's just automatically. It's like a walking advertisement. <laughs> for and even talking people about like it, doing this goes back to what I was saying earlier that I started calling myself an actor yeah. and six months later I booked my first film. Like there's right. for sure like correlation there, you right. know. That's that Jim like, Carrey, <laughs> that Jim Carrey um, thing. He carries where he the wrote check. His check. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And he'd go yeah. at the top of Mulholland Drive, which is right near Rodney Canyon, which is exactly where I go. And he dreamed his, he visualized himself in that. And like the mm. law of attraction stuff is very real and very exciting that we know that and that we have the capacity to hear it and put it into action. Right. But those six months are my favorite time to study. Right. When someone told you that, you felt called out, you felt it in your heart, you knew it was real. So you then changed My the behavior. language, your behavior, the perception, and then it manifested something different and new. And it does have to get, it does have to hurt a little bit, I think, because the other night when I fucked up on um, my stand-up, oh, which we hurts. didn't talk about the other night, and I, or on this podcast yet, I don't think, or maybe we did. Anyways, when I fucked up, it just like it hurt and I had to feel those feelings. But then the next day I got up again and then it was like fine. It was my best, but it was fine. I enjoyed it. Right. And then and then I was like, Oh, I just have to I just have to figure out a way to make this more sustainable, like we were talking mm. about today, more consistent. Yeah. And if I don't do that, I will continue to break my own heart because I'll I'll take a break and then when I come back it'll be shittier than I know that I'm capable of. Right. So that's where I'm at right now, where right. I'm like, if you're going to do this, fucking do, fucking, it. Do it. fucking do it. You know, there has to be a little bit of that because it's just, it's not fun sometimes. Oh, no. Oh, my God. When I start, when I chose to just do it, I, I was broke for, for a lot of times. <laughs> so you can go through a lot of moments where you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> You know, you have to do a lot of things for free a lot of times, right? Yeah, because you have to get good at it first. You got to get good at it. Like, often, like, it took me this whole time. This is the first year that I've not had, like, a job, yeah. you know? Uh, and, it takes time. And it takes so it much takes time. time. And I still, that's like, kind reality. of have a job. Like, I, it's a, I, I get to teach yoga, so that's, that's lucky. That's reality, yeah. But just, like, yeah. like There was a time when people were aggrandizing it. Or, is that a word? When people yeah. were, like, romanticizing it. That's not grandizing. People yeah. were, like... Yo, I'm a boss, you know, everyone should be an entrepreneur. And it's like, are you sure you have the stomach for it to, to go down that road? Yeah. Chances are not. Most people try it and, and they come back. <laughs> and going, Are you sure you don't want to know where your next uh, paycheck is always coming from? You know yeah. What I mean? like, and then going back to how it's hard to ask for help, I think that was part of the problem that I was going to say. It was right. kind of trendy to, you almost, we om you know that underdog situation? You know, when you see the underdog, and even though you, in the movie, you see his trainer or, or you know, people around them supporting them doing this mission, right. but you don't really think about those other people that are supporting them. You just think about the one underdog right. that's, you know, going for the taking. Like, that kind of became trendy to, right. to do it yourself, you know? Mm. And I think that was part of the problem now growing up. It's like, oh... I'm supposed to do what a village used to do. Oh man! You know. Yeah, but there's something very. That is a very, huge topic. That's a huge that's topic a huge, to unpack. Huge topic. I would say, like, 
I get satisfaction out of knowing and being a part of every step. But if there's someone who's like very good at that thing, then then great. I want that as well. So it's like, yeah, I'm, but that's what she's saying. Like it's like, should you have to be good at every step? Yeah, is that, is that, like should you have to? We were Kinda, saying, you, yeah, you like, got to get a grant writer though, right? Because as natural, like yeah. artists aren't naturally good at like putting out why this is valuable and classic. But even I know, used, I, I, I used to not edit this podcast. Right now, I edit it because our workload is different and like it's a lot of work. We you started know, I had doing to learn clips. how to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then right. now right. we're gonna right. be the first ones to market it before someone gets on on board to help right. with that. Like there is this idea that we are supposed to do it all ourselves that's like the kind of the fucking entrepreneur like yeah i know what it pressure fucking don't sleep you know like even i like millionaire uh billionaire bil- undercover billionaire. undercover billionaire but like that by? it's it's taking extreme conditions it's a show that you get dropped off billionaires right you know don't, grant cardone yeah he did it okay so you don't have any access to your money um, you get a hundred dollars, an old vehicle, and you get dropped off in a town that nobody knows you. And you have to assume a different identity and build a business in three months that valuates at a million dollars or more. That's the challenge. Started Fun by times. Glenn Stearns. And and Fun and times. listen, they do a really great job. You know, they and they do it. But like that doesn't mean everyone should be trying that. No, <laughs> no only though. Actually, gotta have a stomach. <laughs> And they show those hard moments. And I said, like, as an entrepreneur, when I'm watching it and I'm knowing that these people who are perceivably bulletproof on the surface, they're crying going through it. And one thing Grant Cardone said, he's like, it's hard with money. It's difficult with money. It's impossible without it. And it just hit me so hard because especially, like, coming from situations you see people in the hood and it's like, chances are you're fucked. Like, that's really shitty. Like, that's a shitty thing to, to understand. You're and it, starting at a at a way lower frequency, way period. lower place though, like your environment. It's hard for you to you, come because up because of your environment. It's yeah, like, it's it, you're held down by your circumstance and the people around you. Um, that's a huge part of it. I mean, a, a few of them that can break out of it. No, for sure. But I'm saying that's can break. Some of the strong ones can break out of it. That's the exception though, right? And we want to see more and more it's of really that, hard. if not letting your circumstance define you. But you really do see it is extremely hard. And chances are you won't break those habits. And then you think that you're original when you do. And you realize that you're just also reforming new ideas as well. I mean, not being able to break habits is literally swoon. Like, it's in the fabric of our system. Yeah. It's in the fabric of... Capitalism is is not really changed. It's the same... It's the same shit. Yeah. It's been... it, it, It can't change. If it changes... A lot of shit's going to get fucked up if it changes for the for, for the worse. You mean the structure of how it is right now of keep, or, keeping or, some or, people poor? Or if we go away from capitalism, or if we say we don't want to have a we don't want to have a capitalistic. What do you mean, like communism? Do you think that'll work? <clears throat> oh, these are all uh, these are all good questions. I, I like capitalism for the fact that I don't it's know like what system is going to work, but. I like capitalism for certain reasons too. There's honestly certain reasons that I love capitalism for. I like it because it but keeps just, me going. It keeps me inspired. It. I get it, but do we need that? 
kind of inspiration. I like, feel like famine, it's, feast or famine. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like extreme poverty when there's... It's very intense. When there's large amounts of food everywhere. It's just That doesn't, doesn't make, make any... any sense. Yeah, like, it's... I feel like it... That's it, our struggle? <clears throat> that the, it doesn't make any sense. I know. It's very weird. It's a weird chosen thing, but I feel like there's probably been a lot of research into what states people... Like, why do you think it's so hard for people to create money uh, in a normal job unless you set your own rates to to live above a th- certain threshold of freedom? I think it's set in like a that. Job, a job, you're not meant to ascend in a job. Yeah. You're, you're not you, really meant to ascend that far. And so it's like your average income yearly or whatever, like where people, you know, live or, or whatever, it, it's like... I think life is set up like that to work in a system that has polarizing situations because if you think about it like where the ducats lay are like it is left up to people but you just don't have that much time because there's lots of millionaires right up the street in Richmond Hill but there's a like a homeless shelter like right there so it's like why can't they just come drop off some racks it's about the reform mentally it's like if you give someone in that situation a house how do you expect them just to snap and understand how right, to contribute if you, if, if, if you care about that put your money towards centers that can help these people if, if you Universal actually basic income. you have you the money if you have the money to, to I'm saying so the money things. is out there so who who's who's available to organize that center. That's I, I like, absolutely think that our tax dollars can be going to something along the line that could help this. Right? I think universal basic income, it's not necessarily like the most simplest thing because you'd have to go by region and how, what the average cost of living is, like a decent living, not like a fucking yeah. how, like halfway house, like right. just like a decent yeah. living. Like Actually raise people to yes. a point where their, yeah. shock, their lower chakra is okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, like don't don't keep them worried about survival. Yeah. Like, like yeah. my mom had to choose story. to feed us or pay rent Yeah, and bet That's we ridiculous. were going to eat. Like, yeah. and so, like, we just make It's just choices. like you, you harm the whole society by doing that. Keeping people in that way. Yeah, because yeah. those people are probably geniuses, too, where they have a whole Serb bunch of ideas lit. and stuff. Serb was lit. Serb was nice. <laughs> For people just to get... I felt the general yeah. okayness. I've seen a lot of stupid, wasteful spending, but a lot of smiling faces. I think our... Yeah. economy would absolutely blow up because th- people would feel safe for the first time people who don't who are living in survival would be able to like at least get their basic needs met right. and then they would have room for creativity yes. the reason why mindfulness is a privilege is because we have enough time to go inward and take care of the the wounds inside we right. don't have to take care of this physical body we are right. safe right. And, and so it is like Friends. mindfulness 100% is, is a privilege, but like I think that universal basic income would just fix all that. I don't right. know what the what the hesitation is. It makes so what was much it? Sense. It was it was it, because it <laughs> doesn't give people two thousand bucks yeah. once a month, and then whatever they want to earn more on top of that, they can. And look at all the like, the people that know. got diversified their money. And people... fucking rich people don't get it. So what? Who cares? Go cry. Like <laughs> relax. You don't need it. You know what I mean? Whoa, like you don't. Eat it at that, two thousand dollars a month, but I mean, you know, on what you're saying about the mental reform side, because at the end of it, you give people money. It's at the end of the day what they choose to do with that money, yeah. right? Like yes. The, 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 there still is that. 
And there's yeah. gonna be people that are like, oh, they're gonna fucking be bums. Yeah, so what? That's some part people of people. Could be, some people could be bums. Let them sit yeah. around and fine. drink all day then. Fine. fine. Like, no if problem. that's what you wanna do, do that then. But, but the society is doing what it <coughs> needs to. <coughs> And and yeah. them, and um, less that will happen less. I agree. Like I, it's it's. I see people who even people not gonna eradicate it because drugs are crazy. Like addicts will always exist. But maybe it'll give them a moment to breathe, so they don't have to take that substance to get themselves out of the emotions that they're running away from. Because I feel like a lot of hard drug users want. are in a spiral, and then they kind of just get caught up. Probably, you know. Yeah. Instead of like having room to breathe, like take yourself for a nice dinner, like just like yeah, the I mean, simple human things that you need, like yeah. But the mind is a very interesting thing. Yeah, yeah. I have know. Unique thoughts and and then just, you can't. There's always gonna be what we perceive as like mentally ill who in knows? the world, yeah, you can't, and that's you can't just really gonna evolve. It. I don't know if there's such a thing as like a perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect society. I mean, I don't mm. think so no. because humans are humans at the end of the day, and if it's us that's creating these societies. Not to say AI should create. Maybe we should ask ChatGPT. What's a perfect? <laughs> what's society? a perfect society, Chat? I know, but that's what's fun as artists. We what's get the perfect society, Chat. We get to reflect what's going on. We we may not necessarily change it, but chances are, if you talk about it, you draw awareness to it, so people can evolve the parts of them that reflect those parts. Right. So I think about in my life, I've definitely ascended through some situations. <clears throat> Of, of variance and it's interesting to see where I landed definitely a lot higher than where I came from uh, at certain points and then um, sometimes neck to neck with those experiences and that's cool and it's like I had this talk the other day that was like I doubt humans will raise very much frequency and their core root frequency in their lifetime like say see if you vibrate at like 440 or whatever right hurts say like Mm, right like that's your so in that reality of frequency you perceive things as a certain way money is hard to get the color green means go the color green means stop like your reality is now kind of entrenched in a perspective due to your feelings and your energetic state and you have a very like good mindset essentially yeah essentially it's where most people live where they're in victim mentality they think that right, yeah. um, people are out to get them. It's average average Joe thoughts, right. kind of. Um, and if you vibrate there, the unfortunate fact is that humans, you'd be so lucky if, if you were at 440, if you could get by the end of your entire life, if you could get up to 445 hertz as, as a basic vibrational <laughs> core. But the shifts in your life per hertz could be huge. Like, okay, so you're saying something drastic would have to happen to something to somebody like that. To essentially, you heard the calling of that trauma unlocks doors. Yeah, yeah, trauma or it hurts so much I need to change. Like, what are those exactly? Like we were talking about as an artist, your thresholds of like as you build and gain momentum. Right. It's like as life, your frequency can evolve only if you forgive. Some certain times, like, you'll be in a resentment stage that will keep you in victim mentality. In order to be right, you'll have to put yourself on the lower end of the scale, and that will mirror itself in your constant situations that you manifest and encounter throughout your day as you're living because you perceive yourself as that position. Right. And uh, then you'll be able to change... Right. <laughs> he got me. I know. I know. He went on the... Uh, he... <laughs> but I did... I, I... 
Peter at all? I, 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 I take what Ella, Evan says in, in, in holes, so I know. It's like blocks of thought yeah, that you're blocks receiving of thought. from him. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying we'd be very lucky if we even outran the odds of not dropping your frequency. Like, it's almost like freeing of the pressure of thinking that you have to change because, yo, chances are you won't. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can, you can. It's kind of a pessimistic perspective, but I'm like. There's certain parts of you that you're right probably will never change. After a certain point in your life, you're just never going to change. Like if you're a fighter, if you you grew up and you're a fighter. I think if you became highly aware of it and you wanted to. Or something happens. happens. Yes. And that's. Usually it has to be some kind of experience that you're having. Because we have strong will, but it feels like some shit has to really happen to you to make shit, you know. I don't know. Maybe, you know. Maybe not for everybody. But, but I I'm agree, sure though. Like on the, have really strong. It could be those people who believe in you. Mentality is what you mean. The, like the the camera you said that yeah. was a happening. Yes. That was someone yeah, who believed exactly. in you. Moments like that, for sure. That's like when I met Matt, yeah. Matthew Santoro, like believing in me, like kind of like saying as a creator, yeah, like he was way right. bigger that, as a creator than me, you know. And at that time, especially in the capacity we met, and it was, I felt like called called even more to do to play my role as what i right. say i am right and like yeah that's a happening like those right. blessings come through sometimes from people that are even like just guests in your story yeah. you know like it yeah. doesn't have to be like your family dies in a car crash <laughs> or like you you come neck to neck and kill a lion or something it doesn't always have to be something crazy like that or sometimes often it is it does like sometimes that's it the is. first time people feel awake i think like we're, we're, we're in a time of or we're coming out of it actually but we were in a time of comfort especially during covid right we uh-huh. had to do anything and everything to make us feel comfortable because uh-huh. it was so scary like it really was like it was yeah. fucked up like we were inside we couldn't go outside what the fuck yeah, COVID was, <laughs> it was wild, fucked man. up so COVID like we're wild. coming out of a time where we're just sort of stepping back into our discomfort now i Cameras feel right out of Oh, okay. Yeah, we okay. should probably end yeah, it. Yeah, let's was, wrap up. It's oh, been yeah. such a long conversation already. Yeah, it's blinking. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Um, Love, let's wrap it up. Yeah, it's been an it's hour been like 20. An hour oh, yeah. I'm so excited. It's about, to, it's about to cut off. Okay, okay shit. Well, goodbye. Love you guys. Thanks for being here, bro. Where can people find you? What are you doing? We have to do another one, essentially. O-H-O-N-S-I on Instagram. And, um, and what are you doing lately? Um, working on a short film or well a series of shorts nice um, called juxtapose just basically about the state of society through an artistic lens sick but also you pull up and do great uh, photography or uh, photo videography as well say that again you also do great videography yeah 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 I mean I've been doing stuff with you know a bunch of different clients and stuff like well corporate stuff like you know sick but I, I think I just like talking more about the yeah the create, the uh, create, art. The I know. <laughs> okay, go check him out. We'll put his links in the descriptions. Hire Much him. love, bless Om. Thank you for yeah. being here and blessing us with. We could have literally went on for two hours. I know. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for okay. your camera. <laughs> <laughs> love, bro. Blessings. Much Thank love. you. Subscribe, please, and tell a friend and comment below. And um, I don't know. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bro. All right. Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. 
am high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Well, it's helped me feel okay about my shitty social skills. It doesn't make my social skills better, but it sure does make sitting in that awkward moment in a social interaction a lot more bearable. You know, that moment where no one in the group has anything left to say, and you desperately want to yell at all of them to just say something. Being high makes that hilarious and not torture. It's 11 from Angertown. These plants just help me chill out. Found focus, found confidence. All of a sudden I was productive, less protective more progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, it's each individual's journey. And the more we communicate, maybe we can all help each other out. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. And that's Ralph. you dirty little whore. <laughs> and I don't know, there's something, there's something kind of like invigorating about that, right? Like you brought great ideas to that meeting yesterday, you cunty cocksucker. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll just completely forego the first part and I'll just be like, you dirty little cocksucking motherfucking bitch. And I'll kind of lean into my own reflection and I'll touch, touch the mirror and my lips will touch the mirror and I'll just kind of And then I'll be like, oh my God, what are we doing? I just came in here to tell you that I loved you. Tonight, we have to rock that big time tonight. Cause I can see your energy. And the way now your frequency to rise. Before you interact with me. Before you collab with me or try Better get up on your frequency If you tryna see me Share the same space or breathe anywhere near where I be If you tryna get by Then your vibe gotta rise Yeah I'll tell you